What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Alex. <laughs> and today we are joined by the fabulous, the wonderful, the amazing, the talented, the super strong, personal trainer, Instagram rapper, rapper celebrity, celebrity <laughs> foundational genius <laughs> of the Five, five, two, three, three method. method. Tyler, Tyler LaFlock. This mic is mine now, and you are just spiking it. Tyler, welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast, man. So great to have you. Thanks for having me. Dude, super excited that you're here. Yeah. We just uh, came off of a wonderful weekend together out at uh, Webster Farms, That's which right. was unbelievable. Why does he call it Webster Farms? Web- That's the original name. No. No. Webster is his middle name. Oh. Get out of here. Yeah. I thought it was too. I thought Webster was the original name of the farms. I could be getting this completely wrong, and Zach may correct me in the future, but his middle name is Webster, so he has named it nice. Webster Farms. I'm into it. Webster Farms. Very cool. I'm into it. So yeah, we were out there. You were out there. Uh, so Alex, uh, fun fact for everyone, Alex and Tyler have the same birthday. We yes, we are do. Birthday. And we're two years into celebrating uh your birthday at the same place which was awesome birthdays and uh decided to take memorial weekend and kind of hang out and you were out there for a couple days yeah yeah i headed up on thursday so i had a nice long weekend up at the farm which was amazing i said uh you know it's my right around my birthday so i'm gonna say full send yeah, and full send. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's it. And Turn I, 30. Congrats, that's it. man. Welcome to the club. Yeah. It's a great place to be. I'm I'm excited. I'll yeah. See, excited. I'll see you guys next year. Yeah. What? <laughs> Tyler will be there. Yeah, yeah. I will be waiting. I'll be waiting. Champagne in hand. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, Zach was kind enough to have us up at his farm. I had one of the most incredible meals I've had in my entire life up there. Yeah. Um, very, very cool. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, that could be at the end of the end of the yeah, podcast. I mean, that could be yeah. a whole episode. Yeah. It really could about relaxation and what it means to like truly live. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But how would you like to start this podcast, off, wife? I would first like to say that I'm extremely tired right now. Yeah, <laughs> and a little delirious, so I'm yeah. going to be extra giggly today. Yeah, For sure. Um, but let's start off as usual with Wednesday wisdom. Wednesday um, wisdom. Yeah. Sound effects. Cue sound effects. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow, bow. Wednesday, Wednesday, um, no. Wednesday. Oh, um, wisdom, 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 wisdom. Wednesday, wisdom. Wednesday. Oh wow, that was like a whole theme song. We should song. get, we should get T-Flow to make. A I was rap just thinking that. Wednesday, wisdom. I, I may. It's, it's in my head right now. Okay, great. We'll, we'll get that eventually. Um, since you are a guest, would you like to go first? Ooh. Okay. So uh, for my Wednesday wisdom. Uh, Couple things. So I just finished up the book, Own Your Day, Own Your Life. Uh, it was written by Aubrey Marcus, who uh, started up a gym uh, on it. In well, I didn't that, realize he was the founder of On It. Yeah, founder of On It. So if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, which you, will, you know I do, right? <laughs> uh, you will always hear On It being uh, one of the people who uh, advertise on his show, mm-hmm. and. Uh, not only does he have a supplement company, but he has a gym down in Austin. But anyway. What kind of gym is it? 
it's it kind of checks like a, a few different boxes it's a crossfit gym it's a, a mma brazilian jiu-jitsu oh, wow. they do uh group classes kettlebell classes uh yoga dang yeah, yeah they really do everything yeah it's kind of like a all under one roof like amazing i would love to go and visit and check it out and see what it's all about yeah. so you read his book yeah so i read his book uh and a couple things kind of popped in my head um that stuck with me uh the first one being uh on the way over since i was commuting here on the subway i thought this was appropriate in nice. that uh you have uh you have a kind of a choice in that commute right you have uh he uh, poses it and he i think grab this idea from another author uh the idea of a live time and dead time right and when you're commuting to a job where you have a boss and you kind of will fall into the trap of feeling that that commute is their time and that it's an opportunity or not an opportunity you kind of are stressed out have anxiety what do i have to get done at work today sure, i have sure. to answer all these emails whatever so uh he points out that you should use this as an opportunity to you know better yourself in some capacity and i've definitely found that through podcasts uh audiobooks that that's for me the best way to make it rather dead time but a live time very and, cool and, i'm into that and yeah all, a lot of the time my clients are like how do you know so much or you know why do you know this and i have a really crazy memory so i remember a lot of things and I will just regurgitate what I hear. <laughs> sure. Do you find that you have like a selective memory? So like if it's a topic that you're really into that you remember it really well or is I, it just with everything? I, a lot of things. Uh, everything. Mm. I also think it also is not even the topic, but the mood I'm in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like am I, is, did I strike the right balance of caffeine and focus? And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Or did something just, because, you know, I don't listen to just one podcast. I'm, I try to mix it up as much as I can. Sure, so yeah. I'm getting different mm -hmm. uh, topics, uh, different points of view. So, um, yeah, I try to, I think it's the mood I'm in. And usually the things that will stick stick with me the most is something that I listen to in the morning. Okay. Just because I think that's when I have the most energy, the most type of willpower going on. And that and those moments usually sure. tend to stick with me a little bit longer. Yeah, so that so that. that book kind of kinda of, did it change mentally the commute time for you? I think it allowed me to um I guess better direct others into how they can put that into their into their routine and, oh, wow. and the idea of a live time and dead time. And I just thought that was a really interesting way to frame it. And, that's cool. And half the time that's half the battle with people. Like, you yeah. know, we love stories. We love analogies, metaphors. So um, even if it's something that you may be doing, they might say it a little bit differently. And then you can take that and use it to help others. Wow. That's I'm always yeah. going for. Very cool. When, when we first moved to the city, I would always bring a book with me on the subway and would read... Um, and then slowly it just, I think after I started dancing ginger, it turned into me working. Oh, I'll use air quotes working. Um, cause it's Instagramming usually or planning posts or whatnot. Um, but now it's kind of evolved into responding to emails or school stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really into, I'm trying to get back into the, this is my time. Let's do something for me instead of constantly go, go, going. Right. Right. Yeah. I know from for me especially in the morning, the like I was saying before, like that's like my my most valuable time. That's where I'm firing on all cylinders. Sure. Yeah. So 
Like that's like those first couple hours of the day, like that's whatever I really need to get done. I sometimes can just get done in those first few hours just because I'm like efficient in the moment and gotcha. getting after it. Yeah. Alex, what about you? What's your Wednesday wisdom tip? Um, my Wednesday wisdom tip is setting intentions every month to either make new healthy habits or break unhealthy habits. Um, I've been doing this since December and, um, it was really big for me around new year's because most people start or or set, um, new year's resolutions, which I think the statistic is by February 5th or something, they're not doing it anymore. So I like the idea of just setting a couple of things each month that it only takes statistically 30 days to set. Actually, I think it's less than that. Um, set like a healthy habit um, or kick an unhealthy habit. So um, I'm not exactly sure what my ones for June will be, but I know one of them is not looking at any of my email, like basically like not looking at my phone for the first minimum 45 minutes of of waking. There's so much synergy in these Wednesday wisdoms. Everything's coming together. It's crazy. I also heard a statistic that it was like, of the people polled, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you where this came from, but like the number was outrageous. It was like 70% of people before they even get out of bed in the morning, they don't even unplug their phone. They're checking their phone. Yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that. hundred percent. I think, I think we all have been guilty of that yeah. at some point. And I know that sometimes I lean on that. Like I just need to wake up and I need to stimulate my brain to help me wake up. But yeah, it's not stimulating it in the way that's positive And that's going to make me, you know, yeah. move forward on the right step. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then like in addition to setting intentions, something that I have done is I write it on paper and I like to take the time because it's, it's almost a meditative act for me is I get colored pencils and I make it look fun and, um, um, I put it somewhere where I can see it every day. So mine's, uh, we have a magnetized door, so I yeah, have I can, it I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Great. Um, but I think setting them and writing them down that you don't have to spend the time to make them colorful and whatnot, but writing them down will help also, um, gives it like, some power. Too. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So that's my Wednesday wisdom tip. Very cool. Yeah. I've oh, experimented I with that as well. The thing that's important that you experimented with the first time is you said a lot the first time. Yeah. And it was a little it was a little challenging. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I say the sweet spot is anywhere between five and eight. Yeah. Maybe nine if one of them Whoa. is simply as like drink so, more water or something that's a little bit more, but not even actually for some people. Well, you're about to hit the six month <clears throat> mark since the new year yeah. of doing your intentions of all of the intentions that you've done. Mm. How many would you say have stuck? Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I can um, name a couple, I think. Yeah. Meditation so is one. Meditation is nice. one. Oil, oil oh, pulling you would for be sure. so proud of me, Tyler. I'm on, I think day like 64. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oil pulling. Oil pulling. Apple cider vinegar. Apple cider I have vinegar. literally she, not missed a day. Wow. This morning she I, took, dug into I, Zach's, I found apple cider vinegar. Yeah, she dug into Zach's pantry and found <laughs> it. Oh, you should have I asked like, me. I, I've been making my morning cocktails at Zach's. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I knew I saw it when I was looking for cooking stuff. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I feel sure like, going to steal I feel shot. like it would have been a really cool moment for him to walk down and see you in his pantry and, <laughs> and be like, what are you doing? You'd be like, I need an I apple cider need vinegar shot. He would have been like, cool make one for me too yeah it's like, just like such a cool yeah. day that would have been so i think coconut oil pulling apple cider vinegar um for sure um meditation 
I've been reading a lot more. Again, not as much as I would like to, but it's mm. in my mind, which I think is yeah. just as important. Mm-hmm. You do um, a lot of mobility stuff too. I'm, I've been focusing much more on my my mobility. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones. I could be better about journaling, which was one Ooh. of them. But Journaling's I'm just hard. not. I just sometimes is I it? sit down. I mean, the act of journaling, you just pen to paper. But sometimes I sit down and I literally write, I don't know what to write. <laughs> I mean, to go off on a little bit of a tangent, journaling for me is sometimes I, look, I like, I don't like what comes out. Yeah. I'll just journal why, and I'm like, that's why I don't it's like important. this. I don't want it written down for the earth, like for the <laughs> I world I mean, to you see. could, you, someone who told um, Robin Euclid, my health coach, she says, you can just write it down literally to just throw it away. Yeah. Mm. Like you, just the act of getting your thoughts on pen and paper is a therapeutic. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, in the same book that I was reading, he was saying that, you know, most of us before bedtime, we sit with our phone, looking at our phone. What's the, one of the worst things you could do before you go to sleep? It's going to mess with your sleep. It's looking at your phone before right. sleep. So how do you kind of replace that idea of laying in bed? You want to do something, uh, right before bed, but something that will actually help you. He's like, well, you know, grab a journal and just maybe write down what, what happened today. Yeah. You know, what went through your head and then what will be interesting is one year two years down the road you can look back oh may 28th you know did a podcast with uh corey and alex hung out um so you can kind of like treat it as that but i also would like to get into journaling and have not so we are 0 for 3 with our journaling but maybe june maybe our june intentions i'll get myself i'll get myself a journal and start getting after it you and i started doing a uh uh monthly intention that i failed on which was uh getting no rid coffee. of coffee mm-hmm. and i dude i failed the first day it was really hard <laughs> for me, so just want to give you props for doing that that was really tough mm. and um well right. i just replaced it with tea so yeah. it wasn't like a total like i think it was the the real way to have done it just like caffeine free for a month but it's just like Ooh. <laughs> yeah. isn't that funny yeah it's so funny but I the mean, difference between caffeine in coffee and tea is like significant mm-hmm. matcha has pretty high doses of caffeine yeah. but it's it's still different kinds of caffeine. It's a it different. It's different. a different high for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like when I drink a much americano, more gen- much more it's just gentle. like, Whoo, here we go. Yeah. And uh, matcha, I got like a little more sustained flow. Or if yeah. I'm doing mm-hmm. tea, it's just like a little bit more sustained. There yeah. isn't that energy spike. I'm like, whoo, yeah. here we yeah. go. Let's yeah. let's get after it. But yeah. well, uh, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I want yours? people to hear more about Tyler. Yeah. So I'm gonna get real quick I mean, to my Wednesday. Now we wisdom. know we could do a whole episode yeah. on Wednesday wisdom. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so my Wednesday wisdom. Uh, uh, just kind of go, coincides with this weekend going out to a farm. Um, I don't think I had shoes on <laughs> from the moment I stepped foot out there. Um, got to drive a uh, <laughs> old Chevy truck stick shift, which like brought me back to being a kid with my uncle. Yeah. He like taught me how to like drive a stick, and uh, I had my feet in the dirt, and I was like just gross and disgusting, and was pulling wood and putting into the fire. I felt like I was like Lord of the Flies a little bit, so <laughs> my Wednesday wasn't would be if you little can, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you have a backyard, I mean, we don't have a backyard in New York, go out into your backyard, put your feet in the dirt. And go touch a tree. There. Yeah, go yeah. touch a tree, go, go get out into nature, so... Uh, yeah, that's my Wednesday wisdom. Go, go hug a tree. That's it. You goddamn hippies. <laughs> yeah. um, in the in the Ayurvedic world, um, mm. it's called nature bathing. Just Ooh. like getting out in nature, yeah. and that's something that I have in myself recognized. I have to do that once a month minimum, or it's something. It's too much. Something weird too that happened when I was out there is like, I don't squat 
naturally in New York. Mm -hmm. Like, but at the farm, I found myself in the squat position. <laughs> just, and I was like, this feels so good. Because, you know, I said yeah. I said a dust right. So it just felt so good yeah. to like, and I, you know, we were running around. Um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. So get out into nature. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I'm into it. What do you got for us? Cool. Um, so Tyler, why don't you just give us a quick little bio of yourself and how you got to New York and how you became a personal trainer in New York. Cool. Uh, quick story, quick synopsis is I started out in, uh, I went to school out in Long Island at Stony Brook. And I also went there for a semester. I had no idea. Yeah. Go see wolves. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you said that so passively. Go see wolves. Well, there. Uh, <laughs> go see wolves. Uh, Question mark. Question mark. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, as I was finishing up undergrad out there, uh, my two best friends started up a CrossFit gym. Um, once they got that rolling, we were doing more workouts together and we started to get a little bit more competitive with it. And I was like, oh man, this is a lot of fun. Mm. From there, I ended up sticking out there for grad school. I, um, I ended up getting my MBA out there. Which I also just learned that about yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't know weekend. you had your MBA. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where my girlfriend, Dominique, and I met. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be how I got to New York, or New York City, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, fast forward... Uh, I'm finishing up my uh, I'm finishing up grad school and along the way you know right you know as I was finishing up undergrad, undergrad uh, I got certified in CrossFit and so I was just coaching classes going to grad school and once I finished up grad school I was like eh, let me try you know uh, doing a little you know desk job or whatever I've lasted three days <laughs> oh, really uh, it was like it was like a social media intern where I had to like. Uh, come up with content and write articles and I could do it but I was miserable oh no uh, yeah I mean we we talked about this a little bit the other night like I think you're an amazing writer so hopefully we get more of that but right continue. Um, you're so, a great writer so thanks, I'm man. sure you would have done fine if you could stay on the desk job no continue. <laughs> I, I need to be I need to be out with the peoples uh, so um, uh, my girlfriend at the time she moved to Brooklyn so now we're doing kind of like kind of long distance. I mean, uh, Eastern Long Island, Stony Brook to uh, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, which she was was like hour and a half, two hours. So it's long enough where it's kind of a kind of a drag. Yeah. And uh, I was just kind of uh, getting stagnant out in Long Island, wasn't really growing anymore, and I was just like, all right, I need I need to change. So I was like, Dominique, would you want to move in together, or would you let me move in with you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was living with a roommate at the time, and uh, nice enough, they were said yeah. Yes. And uh, so I just kind of hopped on and just started emailing a bunch of gyms in Brooklyn, uh, Manhattan. And it happened that uh, a coach who used to be out at the gym in Long Island was now coaching at a gym in Brooklyn, found my email and was like, hey, you heard you're looking to coach. We'd love to have you. So then Sweet. I started uh, coaching in Brooklyn in Carroll Gardens. And then uh, I actually was just Facebook messaging other gym owners. And then uh, Jim, who owns CrossFit 2 and 2, he reached out and was like, hey, looking for, you know, for some coaches. Would you mind coming in? And then once I got to 2 and 2, a big draw for me there was the ability to compete in CrossFit and put, to, put a team together together to try to make it yeah. to uh yeah. to regionals which was a huge like that was like a big major goal of mine like throughout these you know throughout that time those five six years there yeah was to try to make it there yeah that's awesome and 
And we made it. Hey. We made it. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, it was amazing. It was a super surreal experience uh, competing there. It was, it was definitely, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you write down. You're like, ah, could I do this? Can I not do this? Right. I'm just going to, but, you know, you just keep your head down and put it. in that work. And we did it. It was awesome. I mean, I've been to a lot of CrossFit <clears throat> gyms and you don't look like the typical CrossFit coach like you look what i would imagine like a, like a games athlete would look like so like for those people <laughs> that don't know tyler physically like he's a specimen so like when i saw you coaching at 212 for the first time i was like this dude is insane and is like so strong and, like mm-hmm. holy smokes because i mean it's different like you know I, like i'm an ex like athlete coming in and taking a class from someone like q or alex is different like it, like the feminine coaching the masculine well, is like q i think is up there with tyler i agree, I agree. q on it maybe you're listening. like yeah. Maybe me or or Cammy like, or wh- whomever Charlie or, or Charlie. Tony, yeah, 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 yeah. someone who's not like yeah. clearly yeah yeah. So like you were the first Sorry, CrossFit Charlie coach that I met <laughs> that I was like oh my like you look the part, mm. um, which is bullshit because anyone can can be a really great fitness coach, but like mm-hmm. you are an amazing coach and like I was like holy smokes this guy is so strong. <laughs> so yeah, so that so that's kind of so then you moved in with Dominique. Yeah, so I moved in with Dominique and uh yeah, and then that's how I ended up in in Manhattan mm-hmm. and uh And you've been in 212 ever since? Yeah, I've been in 212 uh my hit my 3 year anniversary this May. Nice. Yeah, so it's 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 I you know, I'm in such a good place right now. That's I'm awesome. so grateful. And... That's great. We love 212. They've been so good to us, you mm-hmm. know. So we have we have lots yeah. nothing but nice things to say about that. Yeah. And that's how if you didn't piece the puzzle pieces together, that's how yeah. Tyler and I met and how you met Tyler. Yeah. Um, the first sure. time I met him was May 23rd, 2016. Six, it would be 16. 15? 16. Uh, 15. Doesn't matter. Doesn't no matter. one cares. No one cares. <laughs> 16. Call. Whatever. Um, yeah. New This new coach, Tyler, texted me, hey, can you sub for me? On uh, May twenty third, it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, May twenty third. King 23rd. of all birthdays. It's, it's my birthday, and I go, oh cool, yeah, it's my birthday too. Sorry, bro. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> Sorry, did but uh, suck one. I definitely did not say that, but I did say it's my birthday That's too. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, no. <laughs> but. But Alex, in her wonderful, thoughtful ways, brought me a cupcake for Aww, my birthday, yes. which sweet. was really, really thoughtful. She's pretty yeah. sweet. And, uh, yeah. and you guys have celebrated the last two birthdays together, which is so poetic and awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's so fun. It uh, is a lot of fun. It is a great yeah. tradition. You guys are also very yeah. similar mm. in a lot of ways. So it's, uh, I don't know if there's like a... It's that Gemini vibe. Yeah, Gemini. I guess so. uh, very cool. What's uh, cool. What do we got next here? Um... Uh, wait, which one? This one? Nope. That one right at the top. Oh, uh, okay. So, because you're like... Working um, for yourself. Working for yourself. You have private clients. And you're also part of like a gym. Um, I would consider you freelance as a, as a coach. What, uh, what's been the hardest part about freelancing for you? Is there a pro? Is there a con? Is there something that you really like about yeah. it or like not like about it? Like, yeah, like what, taxes what, or whatever it may be. Sure. Yeah, what's like the hardest part and the best part, I guess, or the worst and the best part? Um, so I guess I'll go with the, the worst part first just because there's a little bit less of that. I would say the worst part would be, okay, I'm, I'm taking Thursday – 
to Sunday or to Monday off, mm-hmm. which in theory sounds amazing. But what you don't get is that I make zero money during that time. <laughs> yeah. So every day I'm just like, ah, oh, I guess I'm not making money today. I guess I'm not make. I could have made a little bit more money today. But yeah. Um, what you need, what I do in that term is that I just, if I know I'm going to take some time off, leading up to that, I just get on my grind. I yeah. pick up more classes, or I try to if a client you know, wants to do an oddball time, I'll be much more acquiescent and do that Mm -hmm. time because I know that, you know, for a week, I'm not going to be able to, you know, make any money. Uh, So if that's the case, you know, obviously I would like an, you know, residual income would be ideal to build something like that if you weren't working. But I would say that would be the biggest uh, downfall to a downfall or whatever. When you, uh, this is a big thing that's come up for me. When you get like large sums of money or payments from people, are you putting it all away uh, for taxes? Like, do you take 30% out off the top and just like don't touch it? Is that something that you do? Because I know you also have a paycheck from, the gym, right. and you have like this other income. Like, do you have to pull your own taxes, or is that something that like just kind of comes later? Um, I most of it is through two and two. Okay, so a lot of it's taken care of and taken out. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. Um, I do have like a couple clients on the side here and there, but it's kind of like hope Uncle Sam isn't listening. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like low enough on the totem pole that sure, like sure, sure. I don't really need to declare it. If yeah. like, push comes to shove, I start coming to a, a portion where that is. <clears throat> coming then i'll have to you know declare that which would you know be a little bit of a pain in the butt but but it also be nice because you're making that money that's true that's good stuff um that's (laughs) good and then your biggest pro oh uh biggest pro is just um making my own schedule yeah uh yeah that's pretty great yeah and then having the flexibility during the day to like oh i can work out or i can to work on a fit style Friday yeah. or whatever, you know, yeah. like pr- pursue other ventures. And we'll get pursue to fit other, style Friday. Uh, pursue yeah. other outlets. Um, so yeah. your, your, uh, Dominique, your girlfriend mm-hmm. has a completely opposite schedule from you. It sounds like she's mm-hmm. kind of working in a world where it's a startup. Yeah. Uh, so a more nine to five job. Yeah, more nine to five job. How do you guys yeah. balance? Yeah, we have, <laughs> if you will, she definitely so, works more like than nine, nine to five. Nine to midnight. Right. Nine to never off. Yeah. Uh, um, so we. Um, how do you guys balance work life and love? Uh, I mean, we see each other every night, which is nice. And. And because you've made your schedule that way to have most of your evenings off. Well, I wouldn't consider an evening off. <laughs> I would say yeah. I'm getting home at like eight or nine, so we have like oh, maybe okay. like an hour just to hang out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but usually we have a, a day on the weekend or two days on the weekend to spend a bunch of time together. That's great. Um. So. So she it, has weekends off. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's, you know, you're making the not making the best of it, but could we be? Uh, hanging out together more, I would say yes. But you know, the time that we do have together, it's uh, you know, I love it. And I don't. It's not something where either of us are. We need to spend more time together. This is ridiculous. We're sure. working too yeah. much. I think yeah. it's like a pretty good balance. Do you guys have anything like? Do you uh, do you have any tips and tricks for people that might be in a similar situation where like like you're kind of an entrepreneur, like you have your own thing, you also have a job, she's working for a tech startup. Right. Um, do you have any like tips or tricks that you guys use to like make it work and uh, Con- uh, connect connect and... or? I think it's just support one another. Um, yeah. Anytime I tell her I'm working or, or I have something, she's just she never says complaints like, "Oh, you were supposed to spend time with me." I yeah. never hear that. That's it's awesome. It's like, "Oh yeah, go, you know, go work, go do your thing." Or if she's, I'm in the same way. If she has to go, I have to stay late. I'm like, "Oh no worries." So I think just always supporting one another in that sense. Um, 
I just... Do you guys plan dates or, like, plan times? Like, this is going to be our time together. Let's not work. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do think that... She'll ask me in the beginning of the week, what day can we, you know, do we have a night? That's where great. We, you know, so we'll definitely in the beginning of the week try to plan something out. Um, she's better at that. Yeah, she's much more of like the planner and scheduler. Uh, but if she's like, okay, make sure you just like, what night do you have off this week? What night can we go out? I'm like, yeah. oh, Saturday night. She's like, okay, great. We'll That's amazing. Out. We'll plan to go out Saturday night. Yeah, I know um, Dominique. I think she's amazing. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Um, yeah. Also a redhead, so this... there might be something what? there. <laughs> <laughs> Is she That's a natural really redhead? Uh, no. I don't think I would... you're supposed to ask people that. It is. I think maybe. you can ask I, I think that. she's got. I think she, her like her her hair. She, she used to be when she was little, like a platinum blonde, oh. and then it became like brown. I was blonde, a platinum Cause when blonde. Because when I met her, she looked like a natural redhead. Mm-hmm. But then now she's dyed her hair a couple right. of times since. So, um, ah, she's a redhead yeah. to me. There you go. Yeah, you embody yeah. the attitude. It's that's great. it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's a good <laughs> Yeah, um, that's, def- that's definitely helpful to look ahead and say, like, okay, th- let's schedule out some time. Yeah. That's what Corey and I have to do. Yeah, it's, it's um, tough, man. Right. I think, I, w- I think another thing is when you get home and, like, you're, like, oh, this is a really huge thing that – this could be a little bit more Wednesday wisdom. Yeah, I love yeah. this. Yeah. All right. Dude. So, uh, so when you get home, just think of this – or when you get home or when you leave. It's such, like, a trivial little part of your day. But if you just take the little bit of extra time in and make the effort to tell them I love you or to, you know, when you leave, like, you know, kiss them, say I love you, have a great day. When you come in, take your headphones off, put down your cell phone, make eye contact with them and tell them, hey, I love you. How was your day? Yeah. It's so simple. But But it's it's so powerful because if you don't do that, think about how much of a percentage it's like of that adds up so five minutes you know that's five minutes right add that up over a week add that over yeah. a year and then it's just like it's just crazy so i know a lot of people were addicted to our phones mm. and i'm addicted to my phone definitely one of them uh and i have to make a little bit more of an effort uh to make sure when i'm with her to yeah. put the yeah, phone away because sure. you can just get sucked in like oh i posted something on instagram today what, what, what how many likes did i get how yeah. many comments get that did that dopamine I get? yeah get that dopamine <laughs> yeah. spike give me that serotonin yeah. um but if to, to make a relationship work i think <laughs> if you just do something as small as that you'll be surprised yeah. how can i switch this to my wednesday wisdom yeah yeah sure. i'm <laughs> switch it up this too uh take the time uh and when you get home to Put everything away, and if whoever your significant other may be, make eye contact with them, ask them how their day was, yeah. and uh, you know when you leave, make sure to like kiss them and tell them you love them. I'm really good at kissing Alex goodbye. Mm. You um, are. She is not great at it. <laughs> well, a lot of times when I leave, you're still sleeping. Yeah, I don't care. And I don't want to wake you up. Yeah, I, I, wake me up. Okay. Before you go, go. <laughs> Don't Wake me up, up before you go, go. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's next? <clears throat> um, she so, knows. She knows. I can see it in her eye. Can you? Yeah. Can you read my Send mind? It. So, so now. now. Okay, stop. <laughs> that <was enough. laughs> um, I feel like over the last year year and a half you've transitioned a little bit more into the wellness world lots of meditation going on lots of um 
experimenting with different diets and foods and and whatnot, educating yourself a lot. Um, how did you start getting into this mindfulness, meditation, wellness, and mm. how did you? Yeah, how did you get into that? Um, so I first started getting into mindfulness. I was on vacation in California uh, visiting Dominique's <clears throat> family, and they uh, she had a book of like. I think it was it was Andy Pudicombe's book it was like finding your headspace whatever and it was all about kind of like this idea of mindfulness and just sitting down and it was you know something I'd never really looked into you when you hear meditation you just kind of picture like a Buddhist monk sitting <laughs> on like a rock feet <clears throat> overlap yeah. you know yeah. <clears throat> fingers in the air you know whatever but um so this was like a much more uh I don't know a uh, pragmatic approach to it that really kind of like I was into so then I you know downloaded the Headspace app and then started doing that and I think it it, it made a, a pretty pretty big difference um, that's what I think really helped me to spark actually to leave Long Island and 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 head out to uh, oh, wow. to Brooklyn mm-hmm. um, and then more recently I became a lot more involved in it because in I think this was in November or fall um, I was uh, I just kind of tweaked my back again. Um, I have a history of like a, a pretty jacked up back. Like I think like six years ago, seven years ago, I injured it pretty badly deadlifting. Mm-hmm. And um, so CrossFit be kind of be, uh, being a CrossFit athlete kind of became my identity. Uh, sure. You know, when I had that goal of going to regionals, that yeah. was who I was. Um, I think um, before that, my identity was a football player. Mm-hmm. So, like, throughout high school, middle school, like, I think, and, like, even going back, I think the reason that is, is football was, like, the one of the first times, like, I had, like, a real satisfaction and, and sense of fulfillment. Mm. So, like, that sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in football um, gave me that identity of becoming a football player. Sure. Yeah. And then once I was done with high school, really didn't have the size or athletic skill to play d1 uh i was kind of lost for a little bit in that in that realm or that aspect and i'm sure any you know (laughs) high school athlete can yeah exactly relate to that fact and uh so that's why crossfit was so compelling in that uh this is a sport where you know hard work is definitely uh valued or, or makes a huge difference if you're just willing to outwork everyone else and endure more than anyone else sure. uh, and it's because it's such a wide spectrum of having to be strong enduring whatever it's just like it's much tougher for just like a gen, you know a genetic freak to come in and kind of rule the roost so uh that's why it was a big draw for me uh competitively is like this willingness to be in pain and endure that's something that yeah. i could like really do and get behind uh so anyway then my identity became a crossfit athlete and then once I was, uh, once we made regionals, uh, after that, our team kind of like got disbanded. Every, every, everybody was on that team kind of went their own direction. And then I was kind of like left. Okay. What's, what do I do now? And I still love to train, but then it just became too much. It was the stress involved in it. I kept on, you know, retweaking my back or retweaking my hip and things like that. So injuries made me really revalue everything. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I, at that moment, I was like, okay, my back keeps on getting, uh, anytime I'm trying to get the strength to compete with the best in this sport, I keep on getting hurt. So let's take a step back. Let's revalue things. Let's take a look at this. How and hard was that for you? It was really hard. 
it was really hard yeah um because you know that's who i thought i was and anytime you have to um have that moment where you're like okay um this is you know this is how i see things this is the most important thing to me and my you know even from like the beginning of your day you know my training session is my most important thing and i gotta get enough sleep or even like putting my clients in like different spots so i would make sure i had enough time to train and everything like yeah. that so now it goes from that moment to being like okay you can let go your training isn't you know who you are this isn't who you are you're still you know a great person you still have tons of other thing you know outlets to right. pr- but let's just let's just change let's change paths here and let's go for something different and let's let's put you know you you did some pretty amazing stuff throughout your crossfit career yeah quote, mm-hmm. you know parentheses yeah uh but you know i think it's time for us to put that on the back burner and just you know let's let's get your body back to square one and let's let's see what taking time off let's see what else you kind of love or are passionate about and so what did you, since your time off, what have you found out that you're passionate about or things that you love? So once I, once I did that, that's when I was like, okay, let me start sitting down and every morning. So it's been, I think, 160 days straight that I've now that's sat amazing. down for, you know, at least 10 minutes and just, yeah. you know, made, carved out that time to just, you know, meditate. I use the Headspace app still, so... Um, I, I'll do that. And then, uh, just things that I've found that I'm, I'm more passionate about is, uh, kind of using that element and then using fitness and, and kind of bringing those two and trying to bring that into my clients' lives or, you know, to my gym's life. And then also, uh, the way I train now that is more for longevity and more for, you know, and more for the long haul rather than you know, not beating, you know, I'm a CrossFit coach, for, you know, so sure. I'm not beating yeah. down on CrossFit, but uh, a lot of times it's those short-term uh, rewards are, you know, at what risk are you yeah. are you going yeah. for, right? That's always been my catch-up with CrossFit and my only, like, right. is I see a lot of people and I, I almost start my class every single time with who is injured, who needs to do modifications, and I look them in the eyes, I walk up to them and I look them in the eyes and I say, if you feel any type of pain, like first let's change it, let's change the movement and if you feel any type of pain, even if it's a, "Mm, this might not feel that great, let's just stop altogether and change it completely because it is not worth it to get a good score on a workout or get a good time or a good lift if you're going to injure yourself because you're stepping backwards. Right. Like, let's be smart and step forwards healthy. And, you know, it's so many CrossFitters are like, I just want to move fast and that's great, but let's do that fast with good form and um, a smart mindset. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, how much of a a, uh, weight was lifted off your shoulders after you kind of like let the The pressure, the pressure, the self put yeah. pressure on yeah. you how how much of a weight was lifted when you let that go and you kind of were like had this kind of mental reset with the meditation and yeah. that kind of stuff how much did that affect your well-being at home and 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 like just overall in your life was it like a massive yeah change for you? I, I think it was a pretty profound impact i think i'm a better boyfriend 
Uh, I think I'm a better coach. I think I'm a better, just a better all around individual. I don't think I was a bad person before yeah, that. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, but no, I just think I'm a little bit more well rounded, a little bit more in the moment, and then just every day having that that training. Uh, you know, treating my training as this, uh, okay, I have to do this or I have to do that. Just the stress of that, yeah. taking that stress out of my training was was just, like you said, that was a weight lifted off my shoulders. Have you, have you like found that you've increased uh, strength-wise after that? Like, was it like a detox, just a retox kind of a thing where like you like let it all go and you're like, this is not my thing. Have you found benefits in training like from that personally? Um, or are you still working on it? That's a, I mean, I guess it would be still a work in progress, sure. but it's, it's also a different measurement system in a way okay. because I, you know, because CrossFit, the way you measure things are through, okay, how fast did we do this workout? Sure, sure. How, how mm-hmm. much did you, were you able yeah. to lift? And in the way I train, I just, that's just, I can't do that anymore. It's anytime I try to lift a certain amount or go for a certain time, it's just, it, it exposes me mm-hmm. and my body's just not ready for that at yeah. this point. Um, sure. just because I, it was like eight years of abuse essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're being kind to yourself. Right. It's awesome. Right. Uh, so it's like, okay, let's, let's not do that stuff for time. Yeah. And, but I still have found that just in terms of like, still feeling really good i don't think i've lost you know i don't think i've lost too much strength my endurance numbers are still pretty good mm-hmm. um if i were to get thrown into a crossfit workout i could still hold my own yeah and all that stuff but you your know, brain got stronger my brain got stronger <laughs> no i mean like yeah. mentally yeah yeah you're probably in a way better spot right and then just okay just dealing with like going back to what alex was saying before right you know when you're asking somebody like that um, if you feel this amount of pain, you're going for that score. That's just, you know, that's it's all, not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I mean, it's just ego, right? Yeah. And it, you know, CrossFit's funny because it's one of the things where they say, you know, check your ego at the door, no mirrors. Right. But we're all doing this for a score. We're all yeah. measuring up against, and what is that all kind of feeding? It's feeding yeah. your ego. Yeah. So yeah, everyone needs to have an honest, if you're doing CrossFit, you have to have an honest look and you have to say, okay, why, you know, do I need to do this workout? You know, there is something hugely motivating in doing something and getting better, improving. Um, but you have to have an honest look sometimes. Okay, what at what cost am I doing this? And there's a right way of achieving this in a certain yeah. way, and there's oh, a wrong totally. way at totally. doing this. Yeah. yeah, I I've been noticing that a lot recently because I had an, a slight shoulder injury. Um, it was just kind of like something that kept building and I was like, I'm just going to take a step back from CrossFit. It also, it actually was a year ago cause I also was going to grad school and I knew I wouldn't have a CrossFit gym and it was just the like school gym. So I was like, I just won't do any like heavy lifting. I'll just kettlebell and body weight stuff. Um, and I kind of haven't gotten back into it. I just, every once in a while I'll touch a barbell if that's what I feel like I need in that moment. Um, but what I love about CrossFit is it does breed this kind of athlete, air quote, of people who come to class who want to get better, they want to talk about form, they want to learn, whereas if you go to another gym, um, like I don't want to bash on anyone, but if you go to like a boot camp gym or something like that, where they're really just looking to look better, right. it's a totally different relationship, um, and that's what I love I about... I agree with that. That's, that's what, what I, I love CrossFit. about about CrossFit, yeah, for sure. um, and coaching it especially... Um, 
but it's just so far and few between that your students are checking their ego really and are like, yeah, it's okay if I don't get a high score today. Um, yeah. I just I need to be healthy. Right. Use those testers wisely. Don't do a tester every single day. Yeah. It doesn't oh my need gosh, to be yeah. that way. Like yeah. do a tester like once a month and it'll yeah. be fine. You, you know, you know, step back and, and do the, I don't, you know, the hard work or the, or the grunt work or the, maybe the less sexy work. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you truly want to get better, do the less sexy work well, yeah. get yeah. your form better, uh, get moving right. And then when you do redo those testers, you'll be surprised how much better your form is and as a result of that, how much better your, your score will be. Right. Yeah. You know? And how much better you'll feel, feel yeah. the day or yeah. two days, three days, months after. Right. Yeah. So I've been privy to some of these conversations with you guys. I mean, Tyler's a good friend. Uh, we've talked a lot um, just about fitness in general. But, like, uh, I know that you guys are developing kind of your own thing. I'd love to hear about the 523 method if you're into opening up about it. Yeah. I know we're kind of still in the... I might be putting you guys on the spot here, but no, I'd love to hear all. a little bit about like maybe what the con- like the general like concept is because you guys have both been in the fitness profession for a long time, and uh, I mean in a v- in a very heavy space like New York City is the best of everything, right? So you're in a very very popular gym and you've learned a lot. I'd love to hear about uh, the five twenty three method uh, or whatever that might be if you're into it. Yeah, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Do you want to start, Alex? Or would you like me to yeah. start? Yeah. So where, I, first I, well, of all, I know so, where 523 came from, but like... Yeah. Where does 523 well, come from? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm going to go back. Um, Tyler texted me one day, like, hey, I have something I don't want to talk to you about. Can you talk? Sure. I remember Ta- called that. Called him up. Yeah. And he was like, I could just hear the energy and the excitement in your voice he was just like buzzing um he was like I've been thinking about this stuff and I really just I want to start a class or a workout video where you tie in you know smart movements a good workout and then also mindfulness I don't think there's anything like that out there that ties in meditation and mindfulness is this something that you'd be interested in let's start like recording videos that we can put out into the world. And because I I feel like I'm a rare breed of someone who does CrossFit and yoga and it's Pilates. there's not a lot of crossbreeding there. So this I was like, yes, this is the best of my two worlds combined into one, like 100%. <laughs> when your sister's Ayurvedic, um, so like you have a lot of that. There's a whole lot of that kind of going on for you too. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then... F- the way we came about the name is Tyler, um, when we sat down to kind of like brainstorm and talk about what it would be, um, I was like, what should we call this? And I started like brainstorming some stuff and he was like, well, I was, I was thinking about 523 and I looked at him and my mind went to, (laughs) well, (laughs) 23, like, is it 23 minutes of something? And then like, my mind went to kind of like an AMRAP or an EMOM type thing. Um, and then I was like, oh, like, 23 minutes of exercise and five minutes of meditation and he looked at me and he goes well also our birthdays <laughs> <laughs> but that oh, works oh yeah but that works sure <laughs> so then we kind of just decided like well let's go with this 523 method because it is it's very unique and um 
So what does that look like? Yeah. So what does 523 look like? I mean, maybe you can... Um, it is still in the working stations, station, mm-hmm. station, stages, stations or stages. Mm-hmm. Drink that coffee, bro. Drinking that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still kind of concepting the idea. Yeah, we're still con- I mean, kind of concepting. But um, goal? But uh, first thing is uh, I wanted, you know, Alex and I will do a, a few videos. And most of the videos that we've kind of seen on YouTube or whatever, it's just there's these two worlds, right? There's the over-the-top, like, military girl or guy, and, like, we're gonna work you out, blah, 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 like, way too, like, <laughs> come on, like, tone it down, yeah. like, I don't need this. <laughs> or, sure. at the opposite end of the spectrum, like, oh, today, guys, we're gonna do some squats and some... And it's just, there's, like, it's too much on the other end of the spectrum. Asleep, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I was like, there's really no middle ground here. Where's somebody who's giving you a good workout, but is doing smart, you know, smart movements mm-hmm. where you're going to hopefully at home, not going to, you know, injure yourself or anything. Sure. And, and we're going to show you how to modify it. And, uh, you know, you're going to get a, a great workout, uh, but you're going to have it delivered in a way that isn't over the top. It isn't too soft. It isn't hokey. It's just, you know, I know Alex and I were two very down to earth people who don't take ourselves too seriously, but right. we, but we know our shit. Yeah, absolutely. We know great workouts. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, we can keep it keep it light, but keep it on point. Um, which are both of our strengths as coaches, and that's why I think we both yeah. have you know pretty, uh, pretty great followings of you know of members at the gyms we've been at yeah. is because we have that ability to teach well, but also you know keep you know keep people laughing or keep people you know um, engaged. Engaged exactly. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. I mean, I've taken dozens. Maybe, maybe dozens. <laughs> I've taken a lot of your classes. I've taken a lot of your classes. I've been out of it a bit, but um, it's okay. No, I think I think that uh, yeah. I mean, anyone that's interested in in a mindfulness component with fitness is is already like ahead, like a step ahead. Yeah. And they're like physical and and mental journey because I think it's all connected. Mm. Yeah. So I think that um, all of that is is like a really like kind of a nice way to tie it all in. Right. Totally. And and being in New York, it's just that you always are dealing with the type A personality. Yeah, for sure. So that's where the workout comes in. Oh, we got a, like a kind of a type A workout, but we're going to, we, we, you know, when you're, when you're done, we need to bounce you out. We need it. We need to, we need to, we need that. We need you to, you know, you know, when you're, you know, obviously yoga has Shavasana, right? So is that, that moment when you're done, you check in and everything like that. So why not at the end of a CrossFit, you know, not saying that these workouts are CrossFit type workouts, but they're full body movements. Kind of a hit workout. You know, they're you know they're going to be a little bit. We're going to get you moving, get your blood you know blood flowing, blood pumping, and everything like that. And it's going to be one of those workouts that it's going to be as hard as you want to make it. Are these yeah. like uh, minimal equipment involved? Yeah, but continue with your with Sorry. your thought. Like after we do this smart full body workout. Yeah, the, after that, then, you know, when you're, you know, now, now let's get you recovered. And in that moment, now you can reflect and have a moment to like, all right, so now I know I can get my workout in and get some mindfulness that I know everyone's been talking about. What's this whole mindfulness thing? Because sure. we're all cynical when we hear, you know, most people are cynical when they hear meditation or mindfulness. Mm-hmm. It's just those barriers go up and they're like, eh, it's hokey or whatever. It's like, yeah. and, and you're like, you immediately go to, you immediately go to block it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, hey, maybe we can, can show you it in a way that isn't so so hokey or so you know over the top spiritual that you immediately put those blinders on and let's put it in a way that hey you know 
what the value of checking in and being in the moment can do. Sure. You know, mixed in with the workout and how that just doing that consistently will ultimately change your, hopefully your, your whole life and your, able to performance yeah. and, and other aspects of your life very cool full body workout including your mind whoa <laughs> my Damn. god get yeah. your get your body strong get your mind strong yeah. and it's such i mean it's it's a real thing yeah I mean, why not exercise your mind a little bit yeah so the plan the zone. plan is um workout videos that you can do at home so it is minimal equipment and mo- like mostly body weight stuff. And even if we chew, if we say like, hey, we'll be using a kettlebell and you don't have a kettlebell, that's okay. You just do it without it. And you can, if you do it correctly and work hard, you can get just as much out of it as if, sure. if someone who did have a kettlebell. Yeah. Um, but sure. it'll be 23 minutes of movement exercise and five minutes of meditation and mindfulness at the yeah. end get your workout get your mindfulness all one-stop shop check, check. Boom. and then you're yeah. on with your day it's amazing so you can find 30 minutes yeah i, I hope I love that and if you don't then you need to yeah you need <laughs> to yeah uh, yeah dude i'm on board i need all of those things <laughs> and i think cool. also a lot of new yorkers travel a lot and i mean people around the world obviously travel but i know that i see a lot of people who are like ah, i'm in a hotel this weekend i'm just leaving for the day i don't want to you know, slack on my stuff. This is even something that can be supplemented if you have other passions or things that you like to do. Um, it can be yeah. can be done anywhere. So yeah, the goal is to get some some videos up in July. So stay tuned and and look out for that. We'll be we'll be hitting it hard on the social media game. Oh yeah, C- coming soon. <laughs> but five twenty three method, it's coming coming soon. Love that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of fun uh, closing. Uh, questions for Tyler. Do you want to send it? So I'm going to send it. Um, What is your, other than the husband and wife talk, what is your favorite (laughs) podcast that you listen to? Uh, I'd go with Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's a great answer. High five, my dude. Corey would say the same. Yeah, Joe Rogan, for sure. Um, And what is your favorite meal and what is your go-to meal? What's your favorite meal? My favorite well, meal was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> when you uh, put in some work. When, yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. I, Tyler was like a professional. I ate, I ate a full pig last night. <laughs> a full pig. That's no exaggeration. I helped a little bit. Uh, yeah, that meal last night was so good. I mean, that whole day. I mean, we we went and we uh, had these homemade pizzas. Yeah. With like the fr- it's it, when you're upstate, you know where we were upstate, everything is so locally sourced, and, the, and there and the ingredients oh. are so fresh. It you know it doesn't matter what you're cooking; it's just the ingredients. Or no, I'm no, 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 sorry, it doesn't matter who's cooking it. Yeah. Or yeah. what you know, it's just you're using those ingredients. Not to saying that Zach isn't a grill master because he sous vide the ribs. Fucker blue. Yeah, mine. He sous vide the ribs and then, the chicken and the chicken, and then uh, smoked it. For, for hours. For hours. And then put it onto uh, open fire spit and then caramelized it with mm. sauce. And it was just insane. So that was right now, obviously, I'm in the moment and like <laughs> hyping it up. But that was like top five meals Dude, I've I had. I don't think I've had ribs in like 10 years. <laughs> no, for real. I don't yeah. have. And I had <laughs> so much ribs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So that being said favorite meal what's your like go-to meal when you're like i don't know maybe you want to explain well like, yeah what, what i was going to say before i was interrupted by my <laughs> loving husband oh. <laughs> was like what's your favorite meal something that 
is maybe a little bit more on the quote unquote cheating side and then what's like your go to meal that you right. know that's gonna keep you consistent and on track. So that would be my cheat meal yeah. yesterday's obviously. Yeah, sure. yeah. That was a lot. And uh my go to meal is normally uh eggs, uh four to five eggs. I'll mix that in with a half an avocado, I'll pour salsa on top. And then I'll have a little bit of oatmeal. In the oatmeal, I'll put a little bit of almond milk, some chia seeds, some pomegranate seeds, or whatever berries in season. Some banana as well. Some cinnamon on top. Wow. And, uh, I'm hungry now. Yeah. yeah. What a spread. That's usually, and then maybe some carrots and hummus thrown in there too. Hey. And that's usually, usually, that's usually because I do, uh, I do intermittent fasting. Sure. So usually my first meal of the day is like one or two o'clock, and that's after I had a full morning of uh clients and a workout so by that so time you need I'm, all I'm, those yeah i'm like all right let's let's do this let's, yeah let's pack it in and uh it's michael phelps this bitch exactly <laughs> um so i don't know if that amount would make sense for everyone definitely not um, definitely not. but with the amount of like uh activity i do it, it sure. just fits in with yeah you totally know. um if you could only do one type of exercise like for the rest of your life if you had to pick like some kind of a fitness element to do what would it be um so when you're asked that question like would it be like like cycling or rowing or sure weightlifting or yoga i think that and then also if someone told you like you're broken and this is the only movement you could do but you could choose which movement you could do okay um, I guess one, I guess one way of working out would be maybe it's gymnastics mm. because it involves strength and flexibility. Yeah, that's so a that good is one. the hardest sport on the right? planet. So it's like I'm still going to have some type of aesthetic good mm-hmm. look yeah. because <laughs> I am quite vain. I don't think <laughs> what, I don't think there's a harder sport on earth. Yeah, yeah. I think it is the hardest. Sport that's, a, crazy. that's that's a good one because you're right. It does a lot of strength yeah, and a lot of answer. yeah. So so Balance, for in terms of like longevity, and then if somebody was broken, I, like I would just tell them to lay on the floor and learn how to get a neutral pelvis Mm. like learn how to you know get your low back smushed into the floor learn how to control the bottom parts of your of your low back and learn how to breathe yeah if somebody's broken you need to go back to (laughs) basics and like the first thing that we learn is like how to be on your back and breathe and if you can't do that then you shouldn't do anything else Yeah, that's a good one. All right, that's so these next ones we got to move quickly. Okay, good, good, good. All right, um, what is your in in uh, one minute or less? What is your morning routine? I think we heard a little bit about bre- brekkie. Yeah, brekkie. Yeah. So, so what is, is your that morning? Is that brekkie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's lunch. lunchy. Lunchy. <laughs> what does your morning routine look like? Uh, hop out of bed. I make my morning uh, mineral cocktail, which is from the book I read. Oh, what's uh, the? You can expand on that. Yeah, so it's uh, water. Uh, lemon juice, uh, tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, and sea salt. Nice. So I'll drink that. Um, do you drink it or do you chug it? I chug it. Yeah. Well, I try to drink it, but most of the mornings I'm just in a rush. Like, it's not, and no, it's not too bad. Okay. Uh, because, and yeah, for me, it's like I don't mind it, so I'll just drink yeah. that down. I do it um, personally. I do it separately. I take my shot and then I make my lemon salt water. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I just throw it all in one. one yeah, I, I mean, just, that works. Maybe I should give it a go. Down. All right, um, so you're up. And then... And then, uh, then if I'm if I have a client, I recently have a client now who does six a.m. So usually it's that, and then make sure I have everything packed up and get out the door, uh, because it's just I want to try to get eight hours of sleep. If not, if I don't have a client, then I'll then uh, make tea or coffee, put it on the side, meditate, uh, if depending on how long, and then I'll read uh, my coffee. I'll read with my coffee mm-hmm. and cool. then get on with my day. 
That's nice. awesome. That's a good yeah. one. Um, what was the, I mean, I think I already know this, but what was the last book you read before the Michael Pollan book that you were talking about? Um, so the last book I read, well, oh, or, maybe, sorry, oh, you're oh, talking about Aubrey Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Aubrey Marcus was the last one I read or I listened to, uh, the last book, I've, the one that popped in my mind is not the last book, but if I want everyone to read it, cause it was such a great book. It's called, uh, the culture code. It's by Daniel Coyle. And he looks at different um, different cultures and what makes them successful. Oh, cool! So definitely, if anybody's you know interested in any type of entrepreneurial stuff or anything like that, like check this book out. It's amazing. Cool. Mm. What was the last uh, purchase that you made for under a hundred dollars that drastically improved your life? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, last purchase, hundred dollars or less drastically improved my life. Put your hand down. Alex. Can I go? Alex, go. Put your Alex, hand. go. Alex, no, no, no. go. I'll, I'll, I'll answer think. because you can think. Um, I just, and I've been wanting to buy it forever, not forever, the last like year. I just bought myself some handkerchiefs. Wow. And I'm like really into it because I've obviously most people know that I'm very into saving the planet and being environmentally friendly. <laughs> and now that it's allergy season, I go through tissues like it's Whoa. no joke. And it's also the, the handkerchief is very soft on my nose, so I don't feel like my nose gets all raw. That I usually that usually happens because I'm not exaggerating. The first two hours of my day, I'm cons- constantly blowing my nose yeah. this time wow. of the year. Five dollar purchase. It, it was. I got I think six in a pack, and it was twelve ninety nine. Cool. What about you, T Flow? Oh man, I'm still lost. Um, <laughs> I'm like thinking like I just bought underwear, so that was cool. Dude, underwear is always a great purchase. Yeah, just if you're running low on, if you have a bunch of holes in your underwear, just go out and buy some I mean, underwear. Like Are you a boxer book? brief or uh, what is it? Compression short guy. Boxer brief. Nice. Boxer brief, yeah. Isn't it boxers, briefs, boxer briefs? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but I, maybe one of your books that you bought under $100 that drastically changed your oh, life. Oh, yeah. Oh, Culture Code was great. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. Um, if you could swap careers with anyone in Hollywood, who would it be? If I could swap careers with anyone in Hollywood. Oh, The Rock. We gotta go back. <laughs> we were just talking about the rock. We were talking about the rock. Oh, he's got a little bit of a man crush. <laughs> on Who the doesn't rock? have a man yeah. crush on the rock? I know. I know. If you could train anyone in Hollywood, could that's train- not the rock. You can't tra- train the is, rock. Is Joe Rogan in Hollywood? Sure. Yeah. I trained Joe. Yeah. I you would love- like to train Joe Rogan? Yeah. Oh shit. That's that's great. What yeah. do you think he's doing wrong? I don't think he's doing anything wrong. No, don't, I don't just say like to hang out. Oh, you want to hang out? Yeah, he'd be probably really sports specific. Archery. And, yeah. And, um, what? He does archery? Oh, big oh, archer. Big archer. Big archer. Big, <laughs> big archery guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Big float uh, tank guy. Yeah, big float tank guy. Yeah, dude. He's. Oh yeah. yeah. Alex, you'd love his podcast, man. I'm trying to get her. I don't know. Sometimes. It depends on the guest. You gotta yeah. get her the right guest. Yeah, for sure. Well, he talks yeah. a lot about killing animals, which is tough for her. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was one other one I was gonna ask you. Oh. Um. Yeah, so we talked a little bit this weekend about psychedelics and microdosing. Do you have an opinion on that? Is there anything like you'd love to try, or oh. is this like a question that maybe you're not really into? Or no, um, I so I just finished up like a couple. Po- so Michael Pollan just came out with his book, uh, Changing Your Mind, and you know he was on a couple podcasts, and uh, just as in a it ability to treat so many different i mean this is a long discussion so sure, sure, sure. just really quick i think done with a guide and 
somebody who I could trust, a guide who I could trust and like I vetted out, I would love to do some type of trip either with like psilocybin, which is magic mushrooms or LSD, depending on who the guide was. Yeah. Um, just because, well, I it just there's so many things and so many different elements of the the you know like we we're talking about before ego. And a big takeaway for, for the author, Michael Pollan, in doing this book, because he tried out these different things, was the ability to separate your ego and, you know, that voice in your head that sure. speaks, but still be present and aware. Right. Um, which is really weird to think about, because, like, you know, you always have that voice in your head. So the ability for that voice in your head to go away and then still be present and aware, um, that, to me, is something that's hugely interesting. I would yeah. love to try to experience i just would have to be in the right setting yeah. <laughs> i was talking right. with caution caution yeah, caution yeah. Right i was talking with and... um tony rutasio who you know uh, mm-hmm. who was also on the podcast about that and it, it sounds like that might be like a thing worth exploring i think a lot of people are like looking into that world well uh, yeah right now. yeah the, the, you know, the issue became you know in the 60s that it, it got obviously red flagged and put under you know level one drug and all this you know they basically couldn't do research on it for 30 years but now they're finally Mm -hmm. able to do research on it and everything's opening back up and now everyone's kind of starting to realize that these can be really valuable tools for sure but let's just do them in a you know the right way with you know knowledgeable people and so it's it's not for everybody yeah if you have a history of uh psychosis or in your family yeah then definitely you would really be a lot of trepidation in trying these things but if you deal with uh, you know severe depression PTSD. or PTSD, yeah. then these things could be truly life changing. Cool. All right, we're gonna we're gonna. Speaking of the ego, let's uh, <coughs> talk about why how we're not so great. Um, what's the most stupiding or stupiding? Stupiding. Well, that could be mine. That's it. What's the most stupid or embarrassing thing that happened to you this week? Hmm. For me. Yeah. Or oh, and I mean man. everybody. I but know. I think we're all thinking about this. Did I already talk about uh, the blood on my pants last week? Did I already talk about shitting my pants in front of everybody <laughs> on the train? <laughs> um, I think I did. Yeah, you yeah, did. I think I did. Yeah, you uh, did. All right. Give me one second. Anything Kay. for you? You already have one. I do have one. All right, send it. So yes. we were playing spike ball. Mm. Yes. <laughs> And I had never played it before. I also never really... I, I think maybe I've played volleyball once in high school. Maybe in like PE, middle school. I don't remember playing volleyball. So when I asked, I've never played. How do you play? They were like, it's just like volleyball. And that didn't help me because I don't know how to play volleyball. <laughs> so I'm watching and I'm kind of figuring it out. And then I step up to play and I'm still kind of confused. And again, it's just like volleyball. So... I go up to play. It's explained to me a little bit more clearly. Still a little confused. We're playing, and then the ball goes towards my direction, and Tyler goes, Get it, Alex! And I do get it, but it should have been his ball, and I should not have gotten it because then we lost a point. And I was like, <laughs> God damn it, why did I go for that? Because I knew it, but I heard that instinct of, like, get the ball. And so I did. And that was stupid. Oh, wow. Well. And then she sidekicked me in the in the butt. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. She does a mean sidekick. (laughs) She's also good at like publicly shaming you if you don't pass her the ball. Oh, that might be my most embarrassing moment. (laughs) Getting was like when she publicly shamed me. She was like, "No, I don't want to play. You clearly didn't want to pass me the ball." (laughs) And like everyone was just like, 
dude. Your wife is mad. Like, oh, you didn't pass the ball. I wasn't necessarily mad, but everyone was like, good game. That was fun. I was like, yeah, that was fun not playing at all because <laughs> nobody passed me the ball. I mean, Maybe that, that should was be... her only other teammate, so <laughs> I got into trouble. Maybe that should Again. be Wednesday Wisdom. Don't play spike ball with your significant yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Again, I wasn't mad. Tell the people. I was not mad. You heard it here first. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. well, that was not fun for right. me because yeah. I didn't play. <laughs> what about you, T-Flo? Anything embarrassing? So the one that popped into my head was a little bit less embarrassing for me, but like the person interacting with me had to have been super embarrassed, which still oh, made embarrassment me a little embarrassed. by association. Embarrassment by association. So oh, we're, we're Empathetic si- embarrassment? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Hevel. Heavy. Uh, so uh, sitting down for breakfast and this... This uh, hipster-looking guy comes up, like, smacks on the shoulders. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I, I, where have you been? And I'm just, like, look at him in the eyes. I'm like, I don't know who you are. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you don't know who I am. I, you, I don't know you. <laughs> like, he tried to get one over on you. Like, uh-huh. just kidding. Just kidding. No, no, no. He's like, you, yeah, you don't know me. I have no idea who you are. You you look exactly like my friend. You shape, you you hit his all of his dimensions. And I'm his my dimensions. name's Adam. So uh, I'll, that, have a good one. Cool. Bye. Bye. And oh, I was just God. like, oh I'm... no, this poor guy. <sighs> I was like, I think you know that's the worst when you go to like when or like something like that when somebody waves. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you see somebody waving and you think they're waving at you, so you go no to wave, way, but they're waving yeah. somebody behind you. Oh, that happened to Alex's worst. sister one time. We were oh. walking somewhere and uh, some guy dropped something, and Alex picked it up, and or uh, Erica picked it up, and was just like, "You're welcome," or no, he, <laughs> he like, picked it up and was like. You're welcome. And like, we all just no, watched. No, you... she said, you're welcome. But she meant to say like, here you go, you drop this. And so then it, <laughs> it came across like very, um, like, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. And she was so embarrassed. She there's was like, a, why did I say that? There's a very famous story on Reddit where like, like this guy was playing a soccer game <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Something happened where, like, he was about to score a goal, but instead of scoring a goal, he accidentally kicked um, the the goalie in the face. Like, this kid, like, kicked the goalie in the face. Like, and the he, ball or Like, his he foot, went to go kick he... the ball, but he kicked the goalie in the face. Oh, oh my and God. So, and so, like, he meant, what he wanted to say was, <laughs> was oh, I know. are you yeah. okay? <laughs> and, then he, and then also in his mind at the same time, he was like, I'm so fucking sorry. But what what came out was, are you fucking sorry? <laughs> are you fucking, fucking sorry? sorry? <laughs> After you got to kick this guy just in the face, soccer kick like, some guy in the chin. Boom. Are you fucking sorry? <laughs> God, so, yeah, could have been a bit most embarrassing. Uh, funniest thing that happened this week. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody want to send it? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was laughing hysterically the other morning. So. <laughs> Zach, uh, the uh, person we went up to the farm, Zach, uh, he's, uh, we're going out to dinner. Uh, he's uh, driving. I'm in the passenger seat, but he's driving um, a person, uh, this woman, Maria. He's driving her car because he, we're going to have a few drinks and uh, he doesn't want to have his car out. So basically, we're just like, oh, we'll take your car, drive it back, and then we'll take an Uber home. 
And so he's, he's dry, you know, he, uh, we're about to leave. Uh, she's getting in the back seat and like, she's like halfway into the car and he just starts driving <laughs> and she's like, wait, wait. <laughs> and, and, and Zach's like, uh, he's like, continue, and like, he finally stops and then she's like, you almost drove me over. And, and, and I'm like, oh my God. I was like, did he like, mean to do that? Was he just messing with her? And then, and then I was like. She finally gets in, and then I ask him the next morning, I'm like, like, did you know that Maria was uh, hanging out of the car? He's like, no, I had no idea. I just <laughs> thought she was just, you know, she has, like, a very thick accent, and I thought she was just, like, talking about something. And, like, when she was, like, yelling out, wait, and so I was just like, oh, my God. I was just, like, dying you laughing. You almost, like, killed her. You know, almost <laughs> ran her over. And I was like, I thought, oh, like, you were trying oh, to be funny, but damn, no, he wasn't. That's, that's crazy. So, so I was just dying laughing. I think, I think, uh... At the farm, um, feeding the goats for me. Like, there was a moment where I was, like, legit chuckling. Because, like, I'm, like, sitting there feeding the goats. And, like, I had both hands full of, like, Zach just kept, like, pouring the whatever they were eating. And they kept nibble, like, not, like, biting. But, like, it was, like, a little nibble. And it, like, it tickled. And I was was just like... And then, like, the fact that I was, like, I'm getting nibbled on by goats. Yeah. Like, compounded the tickling. And then I just started laughing. I was cracking up. Dude, Uh. so funny goats are fucking yeah. hysterical yeah. or the moment when like <laughs> Dom- like dominique had like the feed and no one else did so like all the goats surrounded her <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what about you um cory and i were walking home from he met me at work and we walked home because it was one of the first beautiful nights of new york the mm. other night <sighs> um you missed it you were on the farm which i'm sure it was also beautiful up there <laughs> um but I can't remember what we were talking about. But he said something snarky to me and then immediately after tripped. And it wasn't like a, oops, I tripped. It was an aggressive yes. trip. So much that he said, Fah, that hurt my toe. And I started <laughs> laughing really hard and I said, instant karma. Well, it's not the first time that's happened to me either. No, it yeah. isn't. There was one time, T-Flow, uh, that like, for some reason, we were like getting into it, and she does this thing when we're holding hands where she'll like try to control where okay. I go. Yeah. And so one time, she was like pulling aggressively, and I was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, pull my hand away. Yeah. She's like, "I was trying to help you to like not hit the pole." And I was like, "Do I look like the kind of idiot that like run into a fucking pole? <laughs> like for real? Like if I'm if I'm fucking dumb enough to run into a pole, let me run into a pole." Two minutes later. Yes. Just like my balls and my nose hit at the same time. No yeah, way. Dude. Just like, like, dun, 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 like, I was like, oh god. If it was a cartoon, his body would have like he wrapped, wrapped around, around the ball. Yeah. Wiley yeah. coyote and, like, wrapped slid around down. the ball. Hondo pain. pain. All right. Uh, well, that just about does it for this week's episode yeah. of the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. Tyler, yeah, it has been so such fun. a pleasure to have you. If people want to know more about you, if they want to read your blog, if they want to know your Instagram, what is the best place to find them? Yeah, Instagram. Uh, T underscore F-L-O underscore fitness. Cool. So, and ev- most, uh, not every, most, some, often Fridays. English is hard for redheads. <laughs> no, I was, I knew exactly what words I was saying, but I just wanted to. Yeah, we didn't even dive. Didn't... We didn't even dive into the fit style I know. Friday. There's so much to so go much. over. Well, so we'll, many. we'll have you on again. We'll yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. have you on again. But what I was going to say was often Fridays, you will see some very 
great wraps. Fire wraps. <laughs> mm, life changing. Fit style mm. Friday. Gotta have your life changed. Tune in every Friday. Well, not every Friday. See, Tune that's in why some I Fridays. Some Tune often. in some Fridays. I'm feeling how inspired I am during the week or what I can think of. <laughs> so it's T underscore F L O underscore fitness. And what about your website? Fitness. And then you go to tflowfitness.com. Cool. Great. Awesome. Uh, and if you want to connect with me, the website is dancingginger.com. And my Instagram handle is at dancingingeralex. Hey. Wow. I almost forgot for a second. Well, we're all really, really tired. Yeah. And if you want to uh, know more about me, it's at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y underscore L-O-R-E-N. You can follow my production company at Hallelujah Productions, which is H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O Productions. And... If you want to follow the Husband and Wife Talk podcast on Instagram, it's... Go ahead and subs- uh, click that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, the, the follow. Um, at Husband and Wife Talk. For sure. Yeah. For all your hot talks. Yeah. For all your hot talk. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, Tyler. You're amazing. Thank you. We love you so much. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. I'm stealing conversation. It's about